the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, and unlike our Easter extravaganza, we are live this week. If you care to participate in the show, give us a call at 312-642-5600. This is where we dissect and discuss the political talking points of both parties designed specifically to seize your liberty. And this week, one of the most upsetting weeks for me, um, and, and listen, we, we know about the uh, the attack in Syria. We know that this is going forward. We know about uh, the Russian oligarch, which, by the way, bravo, and I will always give credit where credit is due to Donald Trump for putting sanctions on the ex-KGB, who are now the oligarchs of, of uh, Russia, for uh, obviously they're, they're seizing. It's a political crime family that makes the Democrats in Chicago go, I like it. Um, so he's put sanctions on individuals, which I applaud. Donald Trump did a great thing. Um, the China fraud and scam as the organ grinder monkeys like Kudlow and Stephen Moore and uh, Liza Minnelli, transgendering Liza Minnelli in Stephen Mnuchin all hit the shows to give you all the fear mongering. And, 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 and a lot of people are afraid when these guys come on and say we're at war and now Donald Trump, he's going to right all the wrongs. And he's going to level the playing field and there will be fairness and there will be equality. And, and, and as I'm listening to this over the last week, as I was listening to the morning show on vacation, kind of a workcation because I managed to squeeze in a few days of work. Um, and I, I was listening to the morning show with uh, everybody knows it's our favorite show, the morning answer with uh, Dan and Amy. And they had Stephen Moore on and I'm walking as I like to exercise with my cigar in hand. And uh, Stephen Moore is basically propagandizing the American people. The ex-free trader, Reaganomics, they wave the flag and then they break all the rules. And Kudlow is new to the show. And as, as you see, he's, uh, he's completely flip-flopped on his own. And we have the clips. We're going to go through them. And I'm listening to the fairness. And I remember from all of the years and all of the history lessons of the Marxists and the communists and the socialists and the, the, the Viet Cong, self-described Democrat socialists, they all have one common theme, and that is fairness, that only the government gets to, gets to mitigate, gets to regulate, gets to decide, 
It's all about the fairness. And I've wondered, not forget about just the, the hundreds of millions of people that have been slaughtered in the name of fairness, but all of the countries that have been overthrown by their so-called elected officials in the name of fairness. And I'm watching this happen, and, and the fear being raised as we keep hearing about how China is stealing, and they are, by the way, let's not pretend that they're not, but how China is stealing intellectual property, and that what's also a side effect of that is they're stealing weapons technology. And I say, wait a minute, how has that happened? No, I, I like to ask the silly questions. What's your reaction? I, My reaction is that. How does that happen? And you know what you come to find out, Macbeth? Have you listened to these scoundrels? What, that my uh, $15 iPad's fake? They sneak it in fast, and they tell you what they've done is they've breached the security at our third-party contractors. How we are farming out billions upon billions, I say trillions of dollars, to these contractors that we're just giving contracts. Is there somebody maybe in the Pentagon all dolled up in their suit, walking around, waiting for lunchtime to kick in. Is there somebody that says, well, let's see these contractors we hire. Do they have good security? See, because what you're doing now is you're using the the incompetence of third-party uh, contractors to the United States, the ineptness, the inability for them to secure their own information. You're using this as an excuse now to... Uh, uh, pass on a tax, an extortion fee paid for by the consumer, the American consumer, to the government, by the way, in the name of a righteousness that they cannot possibly mitigate. It is an excuse to seize more revenue. And I, I remember as I was reading all my life about history, fascinated, so proud of the only country to, to uh, recognize the individual sovereignty and liberty of the individual, and I remember that the big deal is we're supposed to have these guys called representatives. And these are the representatives that have the power to tax, have the power to uh, regulate, have the power to implement a policy. You know, those, those, those goofballs that we send that are really receptacles of, of, of lobbyist money. These are the, the, the representatives of the people that are supposed to negotiate these types of extortion fees called tariffs. And yet none of them are out there saying, excuse me, this is our power. This is not the executive branch's position. This is not their job. This is not their obligation. In fact, it's not even their right. And just by the fact you're calling it statutory, because after World War II, in an attempt to create the World Trade Organization, which is mysteriously gone, or the IMF bank system, all, uh, that was what happened in World War II. So they said to the president then, well, well, you go ahead and negotiate directly until this is set up. And uh, once everything's back to normal, well, then I guess, I guess we'll, we'll get our power back. Well, that never happened. Well, it's 1945. Yeah. I mean, never it, happened. Certainly for our lifetimes, the legislative branch has been ceding power to the executive branch because it's uh, politically expedient. Now, Peter Navarro is the American version of John Maynard Keynes. So what do, I, what do I mean by that? He's a private sector failure. Peter Navarro hid in a campus and, and spewed theory to the economic illiterate children, wrote a few books, never ever visiting these countries he hates, like the Orient. Can you still say the Orient, or am I somehow a racist at this point? Uh, no, you're not speaking Let's of a people or a group. So you're speaking of a general China, geographical Vietnam, place. It's fine. 
in his books, which are really should be printed on Charmin, because that's what they're good for. In his books is this spewed backhanded racism. What's the uh, softness factor? Oh, it's it's a three. Okay, cool. Is is this spewed bigotry? Because what he doesn't want to address is that what created the ability for a for a third world country, and you could argue about wages. That's a false argument as we try to somehow funge their currency to our currency. What makes them an, an American entrepreneur say, you know what? It's cheaper for me to go to these foreign countries, have them make it, ship it back logistically. I still make a better profit than if I deal with these hack unions who pay government officials off to extort me through regulations. See, they don't want to talk about that. The Peter Navarros, the Steve Mnuchins, the, the, the Stephen Moores, or the Larry, I don't know where I am, Kudlow. They don't want to talk about why we have this importing opportunity for other countries to capitalize on because it's in the government's failure, tyranny, and over-regulation that have driven out the American manufacturing. You said, Larry, I don't know where I am, Kudlow. Have you seen him? Don't don't you mean I don't know what I said last year, Kudlow? You know, know, and and I love what you're doing there, and that's called a segue, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you not in radio, that's Mr. Producer Man segueing into it. Teaching Sean how to segue into something. It's more important because we got to really set it up. He's on... uh, Mike Wallace's kids show, Chris Wallace on Fox News, <laughs> it's as a he imitates show. his dad, yeah. and um, he's basically he's debating. It turned it was supposed to be an interview. Yeah, he turns out he ends up debating old Larry Kudlow, which I said he doesn't know where he is because obviously he's completely flipped and he's become an organ grinder monkey for Trumponomics. So you got to we'll, we'll do this when we come back. Oh, we got to, I, I yeah, hate the breaks. Okay, I'll give you one. All right, thank you. I'll give you one. You keep saying that there is no trade war, that this is part of negotiations between the U.S. and China. But the Chinese Commerce Ministry denies that there are any talks and says, quote, China is fully prepared to hit back forcefully and without hesitation. And here was Treasury Secretary Mnuchin on Friday. We'll continue to have discussions, uh, but there there is the potential of a trade war. Now, you're a market guy. The markets dropped 572 (laughs) points on Friday. Clearly, there are a lot of serious investors who think there's a real chance of a trade war. I suppose so. I mean, I know there's some jitters out there. Uh, I don't think there's any trade war in sight. You know, just technically, we have taken no actions. You understand that? And even the Thursday announcement from President Trump, he asked Ambassador Lighthizer to consider additional actions. It's a long process. There's several months here. We put out uh, papers, we take public comments, we then review the public Aww. comments, and then decisions will be made. So far, no tariffs and no action has been enacted. And, You're and, in a position, yeah. though, Macbeth, where these old men, yeah. this, these ads for Cialis, these feckless old men, were at their mercy, whether they decide to or not. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. Be on topic, not like Jim and South Elgin. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows this is the Liberty Hour. Little jet lag. 50 hours ago, feet in the Gulf of Mexico, Macbeth. You'd have loved it. 
Of course, you can't take your shirt off on a beach. You're afraid. Yeah, I can. Uh, oh, come on. A pirate will oh, either I throw can. a spear at you or one of well, those eco people will try to push you back in. Now, certain certain places have passed ordinances. All right. But uh, All right. other than that. Well, free. listen, I, I here at the Liberty Hour, down in the Gulf of Mexico and Florida and the, and the shores of, of uh, the wonderful southwest Florida, we reject the uh, new idea of American mercantilism, which means that a bunch of guys who who really are waiting for their prescription to arrive via Canadian Viagra sales should be dictating, mandating, mitigating economic policies. We like the old system where we send those little guys named congressmen out and they argue with each other and they try to represent the districts. Now, you could argue they don't. We all know that. But at least give me the show. Just give me that, that, that kabuki show and let's pretend that the people have an outside chance and that this isn't just one big extortion tyranny play. Just make it look good, at least for a little while, will you please? Because the idea that these old frauds, and I clean that way up, Macbeth, that these old frauds get to decide policies based on what? I didn't elect Larry Kudlow to anything. In fact, Larry Kudlow, I, I, I remember when he used to miss appointments because he was uh, up in the hotel room and they couldn't get him out without a bomb threat. All of a sudden, now this guy gets to decide. Or Steve Mnuchin. Steve Mnuchin, Liza Minnelli. And if you, if you think I'm wrong, Google him. And the other guy, Peter Navarro, never made a dollar in his life in the private sector. Only through the socialist agenda of, use, uh, I think it's University of Southern California, where he, where he uh, spewed nonsense to, to basic economic illiterate kids. It's outrageous that these old men. Let's go to the phone lines. Pete, thanks for calling the show. How are you, Pete? Pro trade war, huh? I'm doing, Sean, I'm doing great, my man. It's Orthodox Easter. Feeling feeling fantastic. But the trade wars, come on now. There's mm. nothing to be scared of here. Pete, Pete, you, Pete, 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 Pete. Let me explain something to you. Who gets the money of a tariff? Can you tell me that? Who gets the money? The, the tariffs the tariffs are peanuts in the grand scheme. No, we're, no, we're don't give me that. Don't give me the talking points. Billion. Yeah, I, I saw I, the shows, too. Who gets okay. the money? Who gets the money? Who gets the money? The country taxing. But, I mean, they're doing tariffs to us. Why let the EU get away with it? They're not Let's doing bring it. Listen, back. First of all, here's the other thing. If you're going to try, are, are we part of this world? You, I, I bet you were one of those guys who rejected this world citizens that Obama was trying to spew, right? Where I every, cannot agree more. Okay. So not, every country. Americanism, not globalism. There you go. So every country gets to decide its policies, right? So America, wait a minute, let me finish. The nation state is the, okay, sorry, Uh, go on. uh, America, we were the beacon of freedom, right? Ours is not to cure the ills of other countries and how how they corrupt, right? Because we know that the Chinese are shycoms. They're really communists. They, they, their people are slaves there, right? They don't treat their yeah. people economically fair. They do whatever they want to do. They run the, the country kind of a lot how we're doing it now, right? Where they get to decide what comes in, what goes out, who pays what, what the idea of fair is. We, we see Americans, we're not like that. We're free. So we open up our trade. We say, wait a minute, you're going to produce it? And then what about Brazil? Will you do it? And then we get competition. And that's how a guy named Pete, who probably is, how, what generation immigrant are you? Uh, first, my parents came here. Your parents came here. Why did they leave? Yeah. And I'm guessing Pete and Orthodox, I'm guessing it's from Greece. Am I right? Yes, uh, uh, right. Okay. So you know who implements high tariffs decided by a few old men waiting for a Viagra drip? Greece. What the hell did oh, they leave trust for? Me, trust me. I know too damn well. The, we've been getting screwed by the EU and this stuff going on. My, they, po- <laughs> my point is they it's the American entrepreneur who is able to import things and give it to Pete and his family at very low competitive prices that make Pete and his family live better than they would have in Greece. It is about freedom, Pete. 
It isn't about these guys trying to play war and I'll show you mine if you show me yours. That's not what it's about. It's about what built the economy, what made America a true place where immigrants could come and live in Oak Brook and open up businesses and thrive and shop for the best things for their kids. It's the free trade. It's the capitalism that built America. What this guy's doing, trade wars you're talking about, it's a drip. Pete, that's tyranny, brother. And here's the other thing. There is no trade deficit. Don't buy it, Pete, because here's what it is. I give you a little dirty money. And you give me an item I value. There's no deficit there. That's the ultimate fairness, Pete. Don't buy this rhetoric, this propaganda. And f- don't forget to call this Liberty Hour next week. And thank you for calling now. They're giving you word salads to invoke fear. Steve Mnuchin came on and said, I ah, don't worry about it. They got more to lose than us. They don't get to decide that. Do you understand? If, if our dollar is strong, we don't have to export anything. We could import everything because our currency is strong. That's actually a sign of a strong country. I give you dirty paper and you give me an item I value. Now, all of a sudden, there's a magical fairness that only these imbeciles in Washington get to decide. Oh, no, no, no. There's a trade imbalance, a deficit. It doesn't exist, ladies and gentlemen. Thank God for the imbalance. They're telling you your dollar's worth their work. No, and you could say that that China and other countries impose tariffs in the sense that they Try to protect their own product. Well, they subsidize exports. Exactly. But, uh, you know, if you want to fight that game, then subsidize your exports. So is the answer, Macbeth? listen, they're terrible and to I don't their people, hear about so we're going to be terrible legality. too? Yes. Yeah, that's the answer? That's my answer to most right. things in life. That's called a race to the bottom, brother. But yeah, I listen, you know, we've been playing that for 50 years, right? Fest. It's not as bad. It's a little less evil. It's a race to the bottom. I'm about freedom, damn it. I Listen, can I tell you a little secret? No. I'm not a Walmart guy. I'm not. But I love it. You I know wouldn't why? have known that by that. Sweater. You know why? I love Walmart because it allows people who maybe don't make a tremendous amount of money access to items they normally wouldn't have because Walmart works primarily on an exchange, a trade. Let's go to line three. Mark from Valpo. Thanks for calling the show, Mark. How are you? Yes, yeah, Sean. I just, you know, I mean, I, I got an education on your first call really pretty much answered my question, the call I just listened to. But, you know, I, I mean, I just, it's its confusing because I never even heard of it, you know, that there's a fake trade deficit. I never heard that. Well, here, let me put, let me explain it to you another way. You Do you have a landscaper, Mark, by any chance? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when you're a landscaper, he says, you know, Mark, if I cut your grass, I'm going to charge you 20 bucks. And you say in your head, you know what, it's worth it. for. I don't have to buy a lawnmower. I can focus on my work. You know what? Here, I'll give you the $20. Do you realize what you have there? A labor deficit. You got yourself a labor deficit, Mark. <laughs> what that means is you, you gave you this guy dirty more labor paper than him. and he did something you value that you want. Is it my right up here in Chicago to say, that's too good of a deal? I don't like that deal. I'm going to charge you a tariff and it's going to be $5 to me. Because that's what a tariff is. Well, then I get a new landscaper. There you go, Mark. You see what's happening here? It's nobody else's interpretation what the deficit is, what fairness is. It's between you and your landscaper. That's the same thing with items, with merchandise. Since when do they get to come in and, and arbitrarily pick what's fair? And then, by the way, what do you think they do with that money? They keep it. They don't give it to the other guy who's losing money. They simply extort it. 
And here's the other thing. And you know why they do it, Mark? It's even more diabolical than that. Because now the China says, well, we just won't buy your soybeans. So you know what Trump says? Fine, I'll buy them. Like he's really paying for it. What that means is we're buying them. So we're already we're already subsidizing these farmers. So now we got to buy the products that we're already subsidizing. So they're making money hand over fist on we the people. And it's on Mark and Velpo, who's on his way to his third job. Because the billionaires and the millionaires, they don't pay that stuff. It's we, the, the, the middle and lower classes, that pay all these taxes. So anyway, Mark, don't buy the rhetoric, please. This is propaganda. This is what I mean. We have to think it out. And the minute they start to invoke that fear, oh, China, China. Listen, I could see them for what they are. Of course they're working espionage against us. That's their job. My question is, why the hell aren't we doing it to them? We're giving the Pentagon how many trillions of dollars? What the hell are you doing over there? Waiting for a break? Do something and do it right. And stop giving these, these contracts to these, these imbeciles that can't protect their own data. It's sickening, Mark. It's sickening. Thank you so much for calling the Liberty Hour. And that's the thing, Macbeth. I didn't mean to hang up on Mark. I'm quick. You know, forgive me, Mark. I'm yes, a little jet lag. You, you just didn't anticipate him saying so, something know, at the time you were hanging whole, up on uh, It's true. But the whole thing, you know, I, I'm aggravated because we got to, my, my wife booked the tickets, okay? And I, I, I just said, book the tickets, honey. And she didn't look. Yeah, how'd that work out for her? She didn't look. We had a connecting flight. I don't want to go to Dallas. I'm in Florida. I want to come to Chicago so I can do the Liberty Hour. So you saved a few bucks. You got a connecting she, flight. It's not said. like your flight was delayed oh, or anything. They delayed it. Oh, so now I'm see, doing the old go. OJ outtakes with, with a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, and they're never in a good mood. And now you got to tell them, come on, we got to run through this airport. And where am I going? I have no idea. I've never been here. Yeah. We're the last ones on the plane. And then some ladies sneezing and coughing in a Petri dish. It was all a bad experience. But it still doesn't take away that Florida is where we all have to move. And you use my real estate company, Liberty Real Estate Services. Didn't think I'd fit it in, huh? Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Thank God for separate studios. Yeah, you have no idea. This is the Liberty Hour each and every week. And we have one of our most loyal listeners. Now, you know, I've met him. I like him. He's got like that... Tom Selleck impersonator thing going where he's got the uh, mustache and the flowered shirt. And he's a dentist. And right. I may need him with all the cigar smoking. Doesn't Jim every, from South Elgin. Every dentist have a mustache? Yeah, and a Hawaiian shirt. How are you, Jim? Oh, good. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so go ahead. Give it to me. Give me, give me your point. Well, first Not of anything all, to do with the topic, about... but go ahead. No, no. Well, you, you swerved into something. You're talking about these old men. Mm-hmm. And I, want to, I always tell my patients, the, you know, the smarter I, I am, the, the, the older I become, the smarter my parents are. Yeah. Sometimes these old men don't look so good, but they also have experience that we as younger folks don't have. That's true, and this so is coming from a dentist who rarely wears pants. Go ahead. I'm sorry? This is coming from a dentist <laughs> who rarely wears pants, but go ahead. <laughs> well, anyways, what I'm saying is don't don't judge everybody just because they're older than us. I'm tired of these old because men. These people have experience. Yeah, but and anyways, get out of my way at I Panera, to too. That, go ahead. <laughs> anyways, um, Robert Johnson, who is the founder of BET, has been telling people, that Trump's no tax, lower taxes and things, has created more work for black folks over the last like thirty or forty years. I don't. I, I, I didn't. When I th- tell people this, they, it's like it's like it goes over. It's like it doesn't matter. 
Well, what you're referring so this is to part of the political problem. I'm sorry. What you're referring to is his new, is his shift, his magic trick, where we we pretend there's a tax cut. What we're really doing is shifting it on the poor people. Is Jim talking to us from the Middle East? Is there like a, a satellite delay? So, Jim, here's a little stat that was on today, and it was on with Eliza uh, Minnelli when he was on this week, and um. He was hit with a stat, and I almost, I almost respect his answer. And you know what you, that you stat was? You should actually use the people's real names. So Steve Mnuchin and uh, the chick who took over this week. I don't know her name. It's Martha something. That's a very politically correct. Um, anyway, the, the, tax, the, the so-called tax cut to corporations, which should be zero, in my opinion, so don't get me wrong, I'm not against a cut to corporations, but the idea that we pretend that they're not shifting it around is sickening to me, has yielded... $158 billion to corporations, Jim, in the country. $5 billion of that has found its way back to the employees, right? That's what, that's what we're really, Trump wants to promote, the social engineering to different classes that you're speaking of, whether they be blacks or minorities or whatever the flavor right. of the yeah, week is that $5 week. billion has re-entered the system benefits. Out of 158. Do you know where the other 153 went, Jim? Well, I'm sure you know better than I And Steve Mnuchin... <laughs> Out of Steve Mnuchin's own mouth, went to buybacks of that stock, to the of the company's stock. So they gave five billion to say, "Look, look, it does work." Here's a here's a check for a thousand. Here's a check for eight hundred. Here's a check for forty five hundred. However, they decide to disperse it. But what they're really doing is they're buying back their stocks in a pump and dump to show that the company looks like it's doing well. Because what they don't want you to focus on is that the only real thing that's happened in the last nine years. Nine years is an explosion of debt in the form of targeted credit to companies. Do you know that? So that this entire thing is a shell game. And the reason that they're pointing to the GDP is because they're fluffing those numbers with subsidies. And now you're talking about a a trillion and five infrastructure. It's it's an Enron math. Oh, look at the numbers. It can't be. We're doing great. It's like a 16-year-old not understanding why he's, he has no money in his checking account, but he has all these checks. It's a scam and a fraud and a lie. Don't buy it because BET sells it. Hey, Jim, I have a message from Trump here. You're fired. That's right. There it's right. Yeah. But, Jim, you know, Jim leads to, to a, a point of us surrendering what we would have never surrendered under a Democrat. This is true. Which is this idea that There's government? To argue with it now. Which is this idea that government has fairness? And what I what I what I'm disgusted by is the people who used to say how conservative they were. They were Tea Party advocates. And you got the Gomer Pyle's daughter, who's the spokeswoman for uh, the White House, Sanders. Why don't you play what she said when when addressed about Bezos and his personal vendetta against Amazon? And we're hiding it that it's the fact he doesn't Trump's, like the Washington Trump's Post. Personal Trump's personal Bezos vendetta against Bezos, yeah. threatening to go after him with the full force of the United States government. And when asked by the press, Sarah Sanders says this. The president has said many times before he's always looking to create a level playing field for all businesses. And this is no different. Um, and he's going to always can look at different ways. But there aren't any specific policies on the table at this time. So another another Those economic are still under the table. Well, this is another show of the, of the president's. And I'm sorry, you know, to say it, but he's clearly economically not just biased but illiterate because Amazon is probably one of the greatest. First of all, it it, it works on a failed policy that he's been raising money through because of the idea of its future. So he hasn't really Amazon hasn't really made money for 18 years. Well, yeah, so they had last way, year was yes. the first year they made money in 18 years. And I don't think I don't think it's a matter of. Uh... 
And I can't remember what you're saying. But what, but, what, yeah, it, pro- I mean, you know, what it provides is a service to the common man. It's not a matter of economic illiteracy. It's a matter of economic apathy. That This is about Trump. This is a personal issue, as are all issues, even those expressly non-personal. So if Bezos didn't own the Washington Post. Exactly. And if Bezos would have given Trump money and, and or. be a gleaming example of American exceptionalism. Bingo. So that's the thing. We, it isn't about whether presidents like or dislike you. It's about the true liberty and equality given to each of us. And the president doesn't get to single out a company and threaten them with the full force of the government. And we and Bezos should file a lawsuit stopping Trump and any agency he controls. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back after these messages. Fastest hour of the weekend. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, pointing out the propaganda the nonsense, the misinformation. So I just Googled Amazon stock prices overnight, Macbeth, and it's down another $46.52. Now, do you have any idea how many policemen out there, especially the one that let me go in, in Bloomingdale for uh, out of headlight about uh, 48 minutes to talk ago? talk about it. Um, you know how many pension funds hold Amazon stock? Pretty you know much how many any, 401ks? Any, yeah, any retirement plan? How many municipal funds? I mean, it's insane. Right. Yep. So a president... Targets one guy because he doesn't like his newspaper that he owns, and he loses $50 billion in stock price. That's real money that millions, if not hundreds of millions of, of Americans suffer real money because of a, of a vendetta. And make no mistake, I truly believe, Macbeth, you know, I, no one in Washington is listening. And you know what I believe, Macbeth? And you know, I got that kind of brain where I like to think downfield. Prof makes fun of me. Why it's else? called the ADD. I think that's true. I think that when you go after a country where a lot of these products are from and threaten tariffs, it's a two-front attack on Amazon. So I think that the, the, the tariffs threaten on, on countries where Amazon imports from. Well, they rely on people who move their own products, their own company's products through Amazon as a distributor. It's a double so, whammy. Yeah. And you know what makes me sick is when ex-capitalists like Cudlow like more, like, uh, uh, I don't even want to say Peter Navarro, he's, he's been a failure his whole life, but like Art Laffer, all of a sudden do a 180. It's, it's sickening when they argue against positions they had eight months ago, like Cudlow. Give me a good Cudlow. Give me, give me this buffoon. Which one do you want? I don't care. The one where he makes himself look stupid, so just click any one. All right, I'll give you the third one. And then we can go back to the other two, because that's how you work. As you point out, you are a free trader. Here is what you said just last month when President Trump announced his first round of tariffs. And this wasn't an announcement. This was real imposition of tariffs on aluminum steel. Here you are. Tariff hikes are prosperity killers. They always have been and they always will be. Tariffs are taxes. And the ones who suffer most are the users. So who should we believe? That Larry Kudlow or this one? <laughs> I, I thought you might run that. Um, I'm opposed to blanket tariffs. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's a master class in non-answers. And here's what it and shows you, ladies and gentlemen. You want to change a guy's opinion? Just give him a job. You, you, it, it, it's truly, it's an opinion for sale. 
by Kudlow. So he's got radio shows. He's got a false reputation of what a capitalist he is. How he's a like an Austrian economist. He's like Milton Friedman and Hayek. He loves supply side. He's a Reaganomics guy. You know what it reminds me of? For a job, you're 180 degrees from what you built your reputation on. So he's a fraud. It reminds me of Biden in 2008. He started talking about how he could imagine no better man to run the country than... Uh, and John McCain, his old friend John McCain. Then he was picked to be vice president. And he started talking about how dangerous John McCain was, and all, you know, it and, goes. And somebody asked, what a reporter asked him, they challenged him. They said, "Well, you know, just a couple months ago, you said that John McCain was the greatest guy you could imagine being." And he goes, "Well, I'm running for vice president now." It's expert, and that was just supposed to be unacceptable. It's know? expertise for sale, of course. I'm an expert. Just pay me, and I'll say what you want, which really makes you a, a prostitute. You're not an expert. I give you enough money, and you spew whatever I want you to do. That's why you're an organ grinder monkey. I just turn on the music and you go do what I tell you to do. It's, it's disgraceful. And what you have when you have a, a group of people spreading lies and propaganda and fear is you have a, a coup d'etat of reality, of true information. You've got a cooking of the books. Larry Kudlow used to be an advocate for Austrian economics and capitalism. He's not anymore. Larry Kudlow now is preaching totalitarianism. And despotism, because that's what this is. When a president says, me, I get to implement tariffs and change the economy because I don't think it's fair. And I want to level the playing field. That's not, that's not capitalism. That's not Americanism. That's not even a democracy. That's a dictate mandate like China, like Russia, like Venezuela. I don't understand what conservatives are doing sitting on their hands. And I, you listen, I know we're going to turn on the morning shows and we're going to listen to all the callers. I trust them. All the people that Trump wouldn't let in, in any one of his buildings, all trust them like he was sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner. They're all in. They can't wait to do it. Don't trust politicians. Don't trust developers. Don't trust anybody but yourself and your own knowledge and your understanding of what freedom and liberty is in economics and what it is not. Because what we're doing is preaching what it is not, and you're doing it under the guise of a businessman, of a level playing field. It's sickening to me. we got a minute and a half. We can quick squeeze Tom in. Let's get like. Tom in. I like when Tom. Tom, thank you so much for calling the show, Tom. Oh, hi. Good evening. You know, you're, you're talking about Kudlow, but I, I would, my example would be the generals or anyone else that's been in his administration or his cabinet. Two ways to look at it. One that they're going to say in their biographies that I did it for the country. We, we tried to sway him. We tried to move the president. We wanted to be the only adult in the room. That's what they'll say in the biographies. But the question is, is it just because the lure of power, that moth to the flame, that you just got to be part of an administration, even though you know in your heart and your intellect that it's the Trump administration, that everything Trump touches dies. Who was, so, you know, I mean, yeah, Cudlow's more all these guys. But maybe that's expertise. the point. Well, who was Hoover's economic policy manager? Right. Do you remember? These guys aren't even going to be footnotes. No. In 20 years, Tom, no one's going to remember Cudlow. No one's going to remember Peter Navarro. In fact, guys don't even know who he is now. The idea that you have a teacher... A fraud like Peter Navarro implementing a policies based on nothing but hatred and we're all in should sicken each and every one of you, even if you half-heartedly agree. Why do they, these two guys get to decide our economic policies? They don't. This is the Liberty Hour each and every week. We will be back after these messages. 
What country do you come from, sir? This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. I just got a tweet, McBeth, from Jerry Kolka, which sounds a lot like Kaka. Jerry says, why don't you button it for a while? See, because he can't talk against Trumponomics. Trumponomics, we're all in. It's going to run the country like a business. And nobody out there doesn't understand why that's wrong. You understand we're not a business? It's supposed to be we the people. We are sovereign. We don't get two guys who get to decide, I think we're going to try a tariff. They'll be targeted. Don't worry. But we'll straighten everything out. You two don't get to do anything. That's not what your job is. That's what my congressman is supposed to do. So exactly what are what is Congress doing? What is Congress doing? Passing omnibus bills and going on spring break? I mean, that's what, that, that, that's what they're doing. In fact, I haven't seen congressmen come out and say, you know, um, this is really not a power of the presidency to tinker as a mastermind would with our economy and with policies affecting. I'm sorry, it's not. And nobody wants to talk about that. I have never seen Republicans willing to surrender what Republicanism is. You, you, it's not a mandate. It's not a dictate. It's not vendetta-driven policies. And, and it's not people just saying, wait a minute, we're going to see how it goes. What do you mean we're going to see how it goes? That's not the way the American economy is to work. It is supposed to work by we, the individuals making decisions for ourselves. Um, can you hear me in there, Macbeth? All right. I wanted a clip, but you seem to be talking. <laughs> Give me Kudlow, the one we haven't played, brother. I believe China's response to the U.S. actions, which is a complaint against uh, stealing intellectual property, against forced uh, technology transfers and other barriers and tariffs, I think that's a legitimate complaint. So does the rest of the world. But China's response was highly unsatisfactory. And I think that's unfortunate. We do have constant communication with them, to be sure. And I hope their side picks up on this. But, but so far, stonewalling us is not the answer. Listen. And that's what they're doing is stonewalling? Basically. I mean, lots of rhetoric out there, like, you know, old, old Communist Party type stuff. The whole world, please, the whole world knows China has been violating trade laws for many years, and President Trump is the guy calling them on it, and he's right to do so. Well, then, <laughs> why are we funding the World Trade Organization? What exactly is the World Tra- Trade Organization, and why aren't we turning to the World Trade Organization? Why aren't you doing the, the procedures that we, the Americans, after World War II, forced other countries to abide by? We're the ones that created the World Trade Organization, but yet all of a sudden we don't have to go to it. You know why? We don't like the answers it gives us. Would you stop? Please stop applying logic and common sense. Macbeth, it's just infuriating to me. And then what's more infuriating is that tomorrow we're going to hear conservatives, like the guy who told me to button it for a while, we're going to hear conservatives talk about how we should just trust a stranger. And you could argue about the qualities of Trump. It's, I'm, not a tr- I'm not an anti- Where else are you going to get your camp? Everyone goes, what, are you, uh, what do they call him? Trump hater? What do they call him? Anti-Trumper? Anti-Trumper? What you, uh, I'm an never anti-stupid. Trumper. Never Trumper. That's it. I'm an anti-stupid, uh, anti-socialism, anti-tyranny guy. I don't care which imbecile is applying it. Reject it. We came up with a term about a year ago. 
I come you up remember with it? I come up with a lot of terms. You I can't remember. Up, you didn't come up with it. It was my idea. That's why I'm bringing it up. Of course it was. Sure. That makes it's a lot of the, sense. Uh, seldom Trumpers. Seldom Trumpers. Because you know what? He's seldom it's right. Apt. Yeah. He's seldom right. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Happen. We didn't like fiat arbitrary dictates like DACA when it was done by Obama. I didn't like the way fiat bought Chrysler. How about when he, when he, people don't, <laughs> fix it again, Tony. Yeah. I don't, I didn't like when he implemented the, the rubber tariff because at that time he was paying off constituents. Leave it alone. I'm, I, am. I didn't like when he implemented Obamacare and picked and choose who got in and who got out. Do you see the similarities here? Am I the only one that sees it? I mean, minus a masculine wife and, a, and four sizes of suit pants, they're hard to tell apart to me. Is this it? We're over? Fastest hour of the weekend, Liberty Hour. I need another hour, Macbeth. And keep stay tuned to Facebook for podcasts. We will be back next week if we have any listeners. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.